Hello there friends and welcome to the Friday Night Watch show on the Kolide FM podcast. This is a podcast that comes to you from the city of Pretoria, South Africa, a city with beautiful jacaranda trees. And this is a podcast that focuses on family life issues, more so marital issues. Well, I'm your host Tamsang Ogachuma. And well, I am a family life speaker. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm an uncle. I'm a member of the society and I am a member of the community. And I just want to see families growing into bigger and better spaces where we can enjoy ourselves and have a lovely time. I just want to say welcome to our first time listeners on to the Kolide FM podcast. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for being a part and parcel of this family. Well, if you want to hook up with us, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook and on Instagram. Just look for us under the handle Kolide FM. Well, to the singles, last week we were looking at uh, the red flags uh, for people who are single, red flags. And I just want to start off this week because we are looking at red flags in marriage, red flags in marriage. And why do we need to recognize and see the red flags in our relationships? Red flags are an indicator that something is going wrong and if it is not sorted out in time, things will become worse than what they are right now so the reason why we've got to look out for and fix red flags is that we do not want to get into a worse situation than it is now we actually when we realize red flags we are recognizing the problems and we are taking steps to work together and fix those problems it's not that so that i can arm myself with ammunition to divorce First and foremost, the one thing that I just want to echo out or share as a sentiment that comes from me personally is that the first and foremost thing that we always aim to do in marriage is we aim to resolve issues that we can resolve. And if we've failed at every, every attempt, then if people do decide to go their separate ways, let it be so that they have tried. And one of the greatest things that I've come to learn about trying to resolve problems in marriage is to equip yourself in the right way with the right material or with the right equipment. Sometimes we want to resolve problems, but we are not equipped to resolve them. There are some problems that just the two of you cannot resolve alone. There are some problems that need a third party. Let's say uh, one spouse has actually uh, cheated or they've actually got a psychotic problem. And so someone will need to go for counseling and counseling can be done by an external party. So there are certain problems that we cannot resolve alone. So they are problems. They are red flags in a marriage and when you recognize those red flags in time, it will help you resolve them. It will help you address them the right way. It will help you address them the right way. Now, we are going to just name about a few. You'll remember last week I said there's quite a number of red flags. We can go into hundreds, but we do not want to dwell a lot in the trivial and in the minor. We want to dwell in the things that have been studied and have proved to become a greater 
problem in future for marriages. Number one, the number one red flag in marriage is the conversations that you share. The subject that you share in the conversation. If you find yourself talking more about children and the bills and the to-dos in the house, then you've got to realize that that is a red flag. How is it a red flag? It is a red flag in the sense that you are no longer focused on yourself. You're no longer focused on building yourself up as a couple, but you're focused on the current and the here and the now and the children. And so when the children are out of the picture, you find yourself not having anything in common, having not built up a relationship together. And this is why statistics and studies have shown that most couples who divorce after children have left is because they've got nothing in interest in common. They certainly see themselves as strangers one to another. And most divorces do happen at nesting levels. You hear some people say, my parents divorced when I had actually finished university and it catches everyone by surprise. So what do you do? Spend time talking about yourself. Stop talking about children and the two do things, but talk about yourself. Talk about the things that you enjoy, the, your frustrations, what you want to do, where you want to be. Spend time, which leads us to another um, red flag. You don't spend quality time together. Now, listen to this. I'm not saying you don't spend time. You don't spend quality time. Quality time means that you're spending it together. You're focusing on it on yourselves. You're focusing on enjoying each other's company and loving each other and uh, enhancing your relationship. So most couples find themselves not spending time together you only spend time together when you're eating and you're not you're not even uh, conversing about your relation you're not even conversing to to enhance your relationship so you don't spend quality time together make an effort to spend time alone together if you can afford to have a maid let the maid remain with the children if you can't and you've got relatives make time you know if if you if you don't have relatives you've got friends that have got children just take turns to look after the children so that you can have time alone you can have quality time alone red flag number 3 red flag number 3 couples who say we don't fight we don't fight someone has lost lo- maybe someone in the relationship has lost the gumption to fight anymore we don't fight anymore things just happen you know what fighting is also healthy fighting a lack of fighting is a sign of indifference and indifference is worse than anger you know i was talking to someone when and we were going through counseling and this person was saying i want to divorce and i said why is it that you want to divorce and they said to me i don't care anymore i don't care whether my spouse is happy or sad i just don't care. don't care so when a person gets to that level of indifference and and the spouse one time came home very late and and this person was saying i don't care even if they come back two three weeks later i just don't care indifference is dangerous when your spouse does not care for you or does not care anymore it is dangerous and you don't fight anymore it is dangerous uh so what is important allow yourself to have differences talk about those differences those fights are healthy the healthy kind of fights the next one number four red flag number four you know there is no more sex or there is less of it there is no more sex now the lack of sex is a huge red flag because it talks to intimacy 
intimate. And remember, we had a, a, a conversation where we said sex is not intimacy, but sex is part of intimacy. And now when you're no longer having sex, it means that your intimacy outside the bedroom has broken down and you now need to rebuild the emotional, the mental, the, phys- the physical, the spiritual intimacy so that you can begin to reconcile when you are having less and less of sex know that you're in know that there's a problem with your intimacy now i just want to say when they say you're no longer having sex they say studies say if you're having sex once a month or less than that then there is a, there's no more sex or if you are not having sex at least four or five times a month then it shows that there is a problem uh there that is another red flag another red flag uh think red flag number 5 sexual incompatibility sexual incompatibility and and this uh, literally talks to the drives we, we people are different you might have a man who's married to a woman who's got a high sexual drive and the man has got a low sexual drive or vice versa. And you might find there's frustration. The wife is saying, you're denying me my rights or the husband is saying, you're denying me my rights. That is a red flag. And when you begin to uh, realize that you are not you are not sexually compatible, maybe it is high time you had a conversation, sit down and say, how can we sexually satisfy one another and how can we become sexually compatible and the beautiful part about the day and age that we live in there is so many books and i would recommend you read books by uh gary smalley um dr gary smalley dr chapman and if you've got local uh writers in your country in your community who write about sexual compatibility do read their uh, books because dr john gray men are from uh, uh, mars and women are from mars go and read those books i i was actually listening to one of the audio books by uh dr I think it was Dr. Gary Smalley, where he was talking about sex and uh, sexual compatibility. What a book. And I think uh, in the n- next year, we have planned and scheduled where we will have a series on sex and on how different types of sex and how they can enhance our marriages, how they can enhance our marriages. Another red flag is you are not able to have an uncomfortable conversation. You are no longer able to have an uh, an uncomfortable conversation. I mean, some people are no longer able to talk about money. They're no longer able to, to talk about children, plans of their own relationship. You become defensive. You become agitated because your spouse has asked you about you know, or questioned you certain questions and you're no longer willing to have those conversations. That's a red flag. That's a red flag. You're headed into the wrong direction because why is it important to have those conversations? Because they help your spouse understand your thinking or they help you understand your spouse's thinking and they help you to adapt accordingly and move in the right direction. But now if you don't understand how your spouse is thinking or if you don't understand where they want to go, you might end up going different directions, different routes, and it will bring about, uh, you know, instability 
in the home. Another red flag, an uneven division of chores at home. And this one is a very sensitive one because it involves culture. And I, I, I say this in the sense that we've got to realize that life has changed in the sense that in the old days, one income was enough. But now two incomes are needed for families to survive. So imagine if we come home, the, the mom has to cook, look after the children, clean the house, and then do the washing and do the ironing. And what does the man do? He says, I bring in the money. I'll just wash the cars and um, maybe I'll just do the garden if there's a garden. And that's it. And so at the end of the day, that is an uneven division of chores because you've got one spouse overworking and you've got one spouse underworking. And at the end of the day, the one spouse wants set, uh, they want to be satisfied and gratified in different ways. And so it brings about frustration. And, and, and I, I'm not afraid to say this. It is important that even us as men be able to help in the home with the chores, like taking care of the small babies, changing their nappies or their diapers, as we would call in different countries. So at the end of the day, those things indicate when there's an uneven division of chores, it indicates that we are no longer thinking for the other. And the most important thing in a relationship is to think for the other. How tired are they? How stressed are they? What can I do to make their life more simpler? How can I assist them? So it is important. That is a red flag when there is an uneven division of chores. Another red flag is when one spouse is not willing to open up or communicate or they easily give up on a conversation and they in and they're already on the defensive and they say, I already know what you think or what you will say and they don't want to have that conversation. It is a red flag. It the red flag says this person is not uh does not have the uh, you know the skill or the capability to address problems, to see them through the right through to the end. But rather they defend themselves by withdrawing, keeping themselves busy with something else. And that is a red flag to say eventually frustration will boil over. Frustration will boil over. Another red flag is when your spouse has the memory of an elephant, a memory of an elephant. An elephant will not forget somebody, especially one person who hurt them, one person who did something not so good or so nice to them. And so when you have got an argument, your spouse reminds you, you remember in 1989, you know you did the same thing in 1989. And when you did it, you remember we were sitting in that corner and you they even they will even tell you what you were wearing and the exact words that you said and and so a spouse who's got a memory of an elephant is a red flag because when we resolve issues let us assume that we've resolved issues there is no need to go back in the past and pull those things and use them now to fight the battles that we're fighting we should be resolving what is the problem now not what was the problem in the past, something that we should have resolved back then. So, a spouse who's got an elef- a memory of an elephant can be a problem. And another red flag is a spouse who has put value on their friends or on their immediate family rather than on you. 
So this person, come weekend, they are with their friends. They are with their friends. Come weekend, they are with their family. And they are never with you. That is a red flag. That is a red flag already. It's indicating that you guys are not there together emotionally and physically. And the question would be, why are you married? You are married for the five days of the week and the other two, you, 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 but, but we, we should be married for, um, for, 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 for every day of our lives. We should be married to spend time together. One shouldn't feel that they are coming, uh, second. Fiddle. Another red flag is when you feel lonely yet you are in marriage. You the you are no longer getting you know fulfilled in terms of companionship. You're not getting met you're getting your emotional uh hunger fed, you know. So at the end of the day, you're feeling lonely because you've got this expectation to say, Ah, this person that I'm married to should be meeting my emotional and companionship needs but they are not and so what it does is it indicates that there is a problem there is a problem you are together physically but the most important is you are not there together emotionally you are not there together emotionally and intimately so it's important to address that red flag. Another red flag is when you feel controlled. You feel controlled. Uh, you know, there are some people um, who will, like, let me give you an example of something that I, I, I picked up. Uh, you know, a spouse says, I want to go and do this. Why do you want to go and do it? Um, maybe let me go and do it for you. I should go and do it for you. Um why do you want to do it? And so, or they cut off their spouse from the rest of the family. So the spouse says, I want to go and visit uh, my mom. No, why? Why? Who will you leave me with? Or oh, my brother wants to come and sleep over. My sister, no, why should they come over? They can go away, away, away. And so you begin to feel that you're even being cut off from your relatives. You're being cut off from you know, doing things on your own. You're being controlled literally. And normally this will happen toward the female, though it may happen also um, with, the, with, the, with the husband. They may be controlled also again. Another um, red flag is when you don't look forward to going home after work or from where you're coming from. And I've often heard women say, oh my word, I'm going to that home where, they, where there is that man. That is a red flag. It's a red flag that says this person no longer desires to be in this place for a particular reason. Something has happened that has driven away the desire to be there. Something has happened to say, I don't want to be there because of reason one, two, three. So it is important to recognize why you do not want to be there and address that. It is a red flag because eventually when red flags are not addressed, what they tend to do, they explode into bigger and greater things. Another red flag in, in, in marriage is when the word divorce is used loosely and at any time. When a spouse says, I, I, I think we should divorce, I, th I think we should leave uh, i think we should go our separate ways there's no need for us you know every time there's a small fight i think we should divorce what it is it's a red flag that says to us this person always thinks in a manner that says you know what i've got to get out of jail card 
if we've got a problem, I'll get out via divorce. So this person is not is literally saying there's a loophole and I can get out. You know, I, I don't want to get hurt. I will just quickly get out if things get sour in this marriage. So what what it is saying is the, the, the problems are not being fully resolved or addressed the way they should be, but rather people are hiding behind the word divorce. Another red flag in uh, in, in marriage would be lies about money or hiding money lies about money or hiding money how you use the money now let me let me let me i i had a i i had a certain case that i saw some two three years ago this guy i was talking to him and i asked him does your wife know how much you earn and the guy says no why should i tell him tell her how how much i earn if i tell her how much i earn she will abuse my money she will chow it and I said, that's the first mistake you are making. It is your money. It's not your, it's not my money. It is our money. It's, it's as much as you work for it. It is her money too. She has got an equal share to that man. And that man did not like what I said, but that was the honest truth. The money that you work for is not for yours alone. It is for yours as a family. And so when you see money being hidden, it means that you are not, the red flag is there's no honesty, there's no openness. And in terms of financial stability and financial health, you're not working together because if the other one does not know how much you earn, they don't know how to plan. They don't know how to plan for the future and think of how to use the money. They work on hope and wish. And so it is important that if you guys have got monetary issues, empower yourselves, go for a course, go for a seminar, attend counseling if you need to on how to use money in a marriage and what money means in a marriage. Because money is a means to an end in marriage. Money is a means to a lifestyle. Money is a means to a future in marriage. And so if you can talk about money in marriage in an open and uh, you know transparent manner, it will help you. It will help you as a couple. Let's look at one or two of the last uh, red flags. When your spouse publicly embarrasses you, shares a joke about you in public, especially without asking you or consulting you if you are okay with that. And so you end up feeling being uh, belittled or embarrassed in public. And this is a red flag that says to us, you are not conversant or you don't understand how your spouse feels about being made fun of or ridiculed in public. And it also says you are not very conscious or, uh, you know, you don't realize how much it means to protect your spouse's honor and dignity. So it's, it's a red flag that has got so many connotations to it. And I just want to begin to close off by saying that I said in the beginning, red flags are not there so that we can have equipment and ammunition to get out of a marriage. Red flags are there to tell us the st health status of our marriage. Where is our marriage going to? Where, at what level is our marriage? Are we growing? I mean, the advent of COVID taught us something. Before you get into a shop, I, I don't know whether this is 100%, your temperature is measured. If it is high, then you are likely to be suffering from COVID. So, 
it's a symptom. It's a symptom to say something might be wrong. And so also in your marriage, there are symptoms which we would call red flags that are saying to you and I, look at your marriage, look at where your marriage is in this area. And if it is not addressed, it might spread like a cancer into the other areas of your marriage. If there's a red flag in your intimacy, begin to address your intimacy to say, how do we improve our intimacy? If we're having lack of sex in our, in the bedroom. So it means that intimately we are not gelling outside the bedroom. So let's look at outside the bedroom. Are we spending time, enough time together, quality time together? Are we conversing the right kind of conversations? Are we being honest and genuine with one another? And so let, if we see these things that they're not working, then we go out there, we say, let's start spending time together. So now, red flags give you the opportunity to come up with a solution. You look at the, sol- the red flag of money. Do we understand money the same way? If we don't, how do we begin to understand money the same way? How can we begin to converse money the same way? If we are sexually incompatible, how do we become compatible? Red flags are a sign to help us, are a symptom to help us to say, I need to go and see the doctor. I need medication. It's not to say, oh, oh, I'm coughing. Kill me so that I can stop coughing. Oh, I'm dead. No. It's to say, heal me, heal me. It is to say, heal me. And it is important that when you see a red flag, don't hope it will go away. Don't hope it will go away. Address it because, you know, just hoping will go, it will go away may not help you because your spouse may not be seeing a problem with a certain thing. And so it is important that you begin to make them realize how it affects you, how it might affect your marriage in the future. So I just want to encourage you to say, don't go around looking for red flags in your marriage because you you want to see, am I married to the right guy? Because many of us might have been married to the wrong guy or the wrong girl. But now that we've chosen to get married to this person, it is upon us. To say, let us work on this marriage as hard as we can to make it as successful as we can. So you are not there to look for mistakes. You are there to say, we want to fine tune it. We want to make it more, our marriage more memorable and more beautiful than what it is right now. So I encourage you as husbands and wives, if you see red flags, address them. Help one another. Don't shoot each other. Don't bring each other down, but help each other. Climb up. Help each other grow in your relationship. Well, you've been listening to the Friday Night Word Show on the Golide FM podcast. And the name is Tamsan. Ogachuma, you can look up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under the handle Golide FM. Until we meet again next time, may the good Lord bless you. Ciao. I have to follow Jesus, no turning.